Hey everyone, it's Garth here and I want to welcome you to the podcast Monday afternoon here in Calgary. It's beautiful and um, just want to bring everybody up to speed on what's happening. Thank you for joining me. Before I begin, I just want to recognize a few things that happened this week and uh, some people that put some numbers on the board, so congratulations to these people. I hope I don't miss anyone, and if I do, please let me know. I'll make sure I recognize you next time. But uh, Troy Crombie brought in uh, almost $50,000 mutual fund transfers, so awesome job, Troy. Rebecca Trin uh, in the last week has brought in a $12,000 transfer and $32,000 cash investments, so... That's about uh, 45000 in total there, so good job, Rebecca. And uh, Patrick Viher has uh, invested 35000 into mutual funds, so awesome job, Patrick. You did that one all on your own. And uh, for those of you that don't know Patrick very well, he's uh, relatively new in the business, and um, so to see him using Turbo Apps is amazing. We also had two uh, securities licenses issued last week, so... Um, Awesome to see uh, my wife, Sherry, get mutual fund licensed again. And uh, she's been unlicensed on the mutual fund side for a number of years, but uh, she wants to be more involved, and ultimately she'll help me branch a little bit. So really nice to have Sherry, not just life licensed, but mutual fund licensed as well. And uh, Todd Allum got his mutual fund license. Uh, Todd's quite a success story, actually. Todd's been a client of mine for a number of years, but... um, he is looking at our business, and um, and Todd is not life licensed. He's just mutual fund licensed, so uh, he's got a little bit of work to do on the life side. But uh, at any event, uh, we know how important that mutual fund license is. And uh, for those of you that talk to me more often, you know that I'm a big fan of the mutual fund license. And um, even though our system at Primerica steers us to do the life license first, and in a lot of cases that's the smart thing to do, but... Once in a while, it actually makes uh, a lot of sense to have the mutual fund license done first. And uh, so right now, um, I've got two people that uh, will have mutual fund licenses, uh, Todd being one of them, but uh, they're going to get their mutual fund license before their life license. So it just goes to show how uh, different um, we can build this thing. Um, just because it's kind of the standard way of doing things doesn't mean that it's the only way of doing things. And uh, so sometimes we have to uh, make our own kind of rules as we go. So that's uh, an awful lot of stuff that's happening. And uh, thank everyone for the production they've done. I think um, we're going to have a great month. We have a lot on the go. Um, we need to get some recruiting cranked up and uh, some field training done. But we'll get all those things done for sure. So. I'm going to take a couple of minutes and just talk a little bit about something we talked about last week. And I had uh, spent some time thinking about the base shop and how a lot of people, um, I think uh, when they come into the base shop, first of all, they don't really even know what the base shop is, what it means. And um, I want these podcasts to be available down the road for people that uh, are new to our business and they can go back and kind of bring themselves up to speed and they'll be archived forever. Um, so th- I think that's a really cool benefit of the podcast is that I can lay down some some information that people can access down the road or you can send your recruits to access down the road. So in talking about the uh, the Bay Shop, when I set up this podcast, one of the first questions I got from actually one of my kids was, well, what's the Bay Shop, Dad? And so I thought, well, it's a great question. Um, what is the Bay Shop? 
And really, the base shop is just the group of people that are working under an RVP um, as they develop their own businesses. So when we're a recruit into our business, you automatically join a base shop. And it's not a base shop you particularly choose. It just depends on who recruits you, and that's the base shop you happen to be in. And at times I've heard people kind of complain about their base shops or say that the base shop isn't working for them. And, and so this kind of leads me to my thought process about the base shop. And uh, I know I spoke about this last week um, on our Thursday call, so I just thought I'd elaborate a little bit about it. The Bay Shop is really like a course. And the way I look at the Bay Shop is it's not something that you sit in forever. It's, it's a process. And so the Bay Shop is something that you're going through. And I, I would kind of, you know, use the analogy of a, of a class at university where, you know, when I was in university taking finance, there were certain classes I had to take and there was prerequisites, they were called. So in order to take a high-level finance class, you had to take the entry-level finance class. And the objective, of course, was to take your classes and then graduate. So if I was to use that analogy with our business, the base shop is part of that process. It's, it's like um, you're going to go through the base shop, you're going to take some courses, so to speak, or we call them contract levels, and then at the end you will be promoted or you will, be, you will graduate. And I think it's a great way to look at, at our business because a lot of people get stuck in our business, and, and that's a discussion for another day. But if, if you do find yourself kind of stalling or getting stuck in, in our business, you can always go back to the fundamentals and you can always start from scratch again and reinvent yourself again. So let's talk about this base shop. Like when I was in university, I remember a calculus class I took, and, and when we started, there was probably 300 people in the room, and without, within about two weeks, there was maybe 200 people in the room, and by the time we got to midterms, there was 100 people in the room, and those are tough classes, and they're not classes that you want to do forever. You actually just want to do the course and get through it. And I really look at a lot of the agents in our business as kind of like that. They're going through courses and they're challenged and there's a lot to learn. And the, the key for me as an RVP is to encourage people to get through those, those phases and, and to move on and to graduate. And so like, for example, when you're newly recruited, you'll come into our business as a, as a representative. And there's certain things we want you to do in the first six months. And we want you to get licensed and we want you to, you know, to graduate from being a, a representative. And then you'll move into a, being a district. And, of course, you don't want to be a district forever. You want to learn what you need to learn and, and get a promotion or graduate and, and move on to being a division and so forth. And each of these segments really only take about six months. So I could lay down, and I may do so in the future, um, a two-year plan from a brand-new recruit to an RVP contract Getting a promotion every six months, I think that's a really uh, logical thing to do. And just kind of lay down what you need to do in the first six months to get uh, a promotion, what you need to do in the next six months to get a promotion, what you need to do in the next six months to get a promotion. And ultimately, you should be an RVP or you should be positioned to be an RVP within about 24 months, two years. And the system works really well that way. The key is to remember is that you're not supposed to sit in a class like calculus forever. And as a professor, I'm sure they stood there and it's fine if people need to take the class twice or they, it takes them a little bit longer to get through that class. 
but no one wants to be in calculus five years from now. It's just not the, it's not the purpose of a university education. And so I think I would encourage everyone that listens to this podcast to think in those terms. Like, I am in a base shop. I am in the Miles base shop. My goal is to get through the Miles base shop, to learn as much as, that I, as much as I can, to develop, to become a leader, but ultimately to graduate and ultimately to move on to my own base shop. Now, I was blessed to be in Arlie Larson's base shop. I learned a lot from Arlie Larson, uh, my father-in-law. Um, I mean, like, quite frankly, I wouldn't be the agent that I am today without my direct exposure to him and his business model. And I'm very thankful for that. Would I want to be in his base shop forever? No. I wanted to go out and run my own business and do my own thing. And certain things that I do are a little bit different than things that he would do, and that's fine. I think that's a really amazing uh, part of Primerica is that we can actually encourage people to fine-tune their businesses to suit themselves. We are all different. We all have different strengths. And uh, I know I was talking to Jen and Jamie, I think it was last week, about this. And it's easy to sometimes feel like people aren't supporting your strengths because they're different. And I think it's good to remember that just because they don't do things the way you do them or you want to do them doesn't mean you are wrong. It just means that the person, like for me, the way I do things suits me. And the way I run my business suits me. And do I need to change and improve? Of course I do. But if you're going to come to me for advice, you're going to get my perspective. It may not work for the next person quite the same way. Actually, it shouldn't. It shouldn't work the same way. I... I would love to have a base shop that is full of unique individuals that do things their own way and have success because I think that's healthy. Let's think about a a basketball team for a moment where you have a point guard and you have defensive players and you have players that are really good at throwing, uh, at shooting uh, three-pointers. And those players on that team, they all have different strengths. The thing is they choose to play together as a team. And so in our base shop, I think it's really important that we all accept and respect each other's unique strengths, that we don't discourage people from doing things that work for them, and ultimately help each other grow and develop in our business to the point where they have their level of success that they need to have, and they can get graduated and become an RVP and go run their own base shop. So I don't know if this helps. Um, it's something that was on my mind, and, and I just I love the base shop. I love running a base shop. I'm thankful for we have about 25, 26 people in our base shop right now, and every one of them is very important to me. Um, I want to teach you all to have a great Primerica business. I want to encourage you all to work hard and have success. But the reality is, is some people, you know, will leave through no fault of our own. They will retire or they will, you know, transfer and move or whatnot. Our base shop is continually evolving. There's always new people and there's always people being promoted. And uh, I just hope that for each one that's listening to this, that uh, ultimately, Um, your vision and your goals are big enough that you can help other people come into your base shop one day and evolve and uh, and take their own businesses because ultimately we're not trying to build a base shop. I think this is what just the thought I'd like to close on. 
I look at the people in my bay shop, from Carrie to Diane to Troilene to Brian to Jamie and Jen. Like I look at all these people, even the more senior people, and I see them all as RVPs. I see them all as $100,000 earners that uh, have independence and do things their own way. And it's my job. This is what I see my job as being is to help you guys do that as quickly and as, as smoothly as possible. So I just want to encourage you to reach out to me and plug in. And I uh, thank you for your time um, and for the extra time I took on the podcast today. I hope you don't mind. So hope you have a wonderful day and uh, we'll be talking to each one of you soon. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.